welcome horror fans to HHN 365 episode 2. I'm here with Duff. Duff, we made an episode 2. That's the first I've ever made in a podcast. (laughs) I think we're better than half the podcast. Usually they only make one episode. We're successful. Yeah, we we made an episode 2. We can retire after this episode. (laughs) All right. Collect that pension. (laughs) Well, um, so we uh, are now on iTunes. Uh, Sorry if... Um, you tried to listen to us and we weren't on iTunes yet. Yet It took a little bit. We are on iTunes now. If you go to your pod grabber, we are probably there. Um, Pretty much all of them. Stitcher yeah. Radio. Yeah, it Spotify. took a little bit. I apologize. So go back and listen to episode one if you're waiting for us to be on your pod grabber. We are there now. So go back and listen. Um, for today's show, we are going to do what we talked about at the end of last show. We have brought in a newbie, someone who has never been to Halloween Horror Nights. We're going to pick his brain. We have brought him to Halloween Horror Nights. We're going to see what he thought about. Um, we're going to do a little bit of news and history, and then we're going to get right into that segment. And then we're going to end with, like we are going to end most of our shows, at least during the season, our current top ten. So let's get right into it. So news, there is definitely some news to discuss. Um, I believe on last Friday they opened a brand new Stranger Things experience. We have not got to check it out yet, so we're not going to go into spoilers because we don't want to spoil ourselves. We didn't research it too much, but it is there. Go check it out. Um, we're going to go check it out and give you a more deep, uh, detailed um, trip report yep, about sure. it, um, but we're not going to do that yet. But it's there. Go check it out. And then where was it located? It's located at the horror store, um, the old... Um, gift shop of the T2 in Hollywood, right where Vanity Ball is. So you have to go through Vanity Ball to get to it. Um, Definitely go check it out. Um, So we're going to go straight into history, uh, but before we do, our history segment is actually going to be run by our special guest uh, because he's a big theme park nerd. That is, we're here with Nico Wells. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for joining us. And he actually wanted to run our history segment, and so he's going to do a history segment on the history of Ghostbusters at Universal Orlando. That's right. Uh, once again, just thank you all for uh, having me on. I really appreciate it. I've been listening since the beginning. Uh, so Long time. Like what I first time caller. Like what I hear, and I'm <laughs> excited to be here. Uh, I'm also excited here to talk about Ghostbusters. I really like the film Ghostbusters. I actually saw it when it came back into theaters a couple of years ago. Um, I really just like that film a lot. Uh, um, but at Universal, Ghostbusters had been there since the beginning. That was like one of the IPs that Universal was trying to grab to have in the park from the beginning. So they had walk-around characters, and in fact, one of the walk-around characters was Wayne Brady, because uh, he lived in Orlando mm-hmm. at the time. When you know he used to work at Sat Comedy Club and all that, uh, he was uh, one of the performers in the park for Ghostbusters. Uh, he was also in the Ghostbusters Spooktacular, which was a like a stage show that took place where Jimmy Fallon is now, um, so that area. There was also a second show that ran kind of along the same time as Spooktacular called Street Busters, where basically Beetlejuice would come out and do his all, uh, like, hey, you know, hey, look at that guy's over there, I'm going, you know, how, you know how Beetlejuice <laughs> talks, we've all seen the movie. So uh, he would come out and then he would take control of the Ghostbusters, because the Ghostbusters uh, were trying to take him down for some reason. The plot's a little <laughs> iffy there, it's just a reason to get a bunch of people to dance to uh, Harry Bonfontaine music. Like most theme park shows. Like most the theme plot, park is, a the plot is to, like, let's get them to dance. Uh, the last... Uh, thing that was Ghostbusters in the park before, obviously, this year, was Extreme Ghostbusters, The Great Fright Way, 
Um, it was very similar to Street Busters. Uh, that only ran from about 2002 to about 2005. And since then, we really didn't see much Ghostbusters in the park. I mean, you'd see the Ecto-1 every once in a while, mm. but you really wouldn't see uh, actual Ghostbusters in the park anymore. Until Until, until now. H-H-N. Well, at least for another four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens after that. I think it'll be back. The People are loving Ghostbusters, but we'll get into that in this, here in a second. So as I'm sure you guys kind of heard there, uh, he's quite the history buff for theme parks. Yep. Theme park nerd, as you would like, I'm sure. I have a lot of things there, yeah. So let's just get right into the segment here. Talk about your first experience at Halloween Horror Nights. First of all, just kind of like let us know, like, when you go to theme parks, what are you looking for? What kind of theme parks do you like? What well, kind of experiences do you like? Well, the theme park, well, my currently my favorite theme park is Disney's Animal Kingdom. And that might tell you a little bit about what I'm looking for in a theme park. Um, there, I love the immersion. I love good settings and stuff like that. I like, you know, about a story and I kind of like how things kind of like get together. Even if things don't really fit together, I like how things kind of just bob and weave and it's an enjoyable experience. Also, I like to have fun when I'm at a theme park. You know, that's two of the things, like immersion and fun. And if I'm having both those things, then I'm having a good time. Um, like I said, um, that's pretty much what I'm looking for there. Uh, yes, definitely history. I n- never went to Horror Nights. Uh, what what haunts have you been to before, if any? I went to, uh, oh, geez. So I remember going to the first Hallow Scream at Bush Gardens, Tampa. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know it was the first Hallow Scream until I saw a billboard this year that said <laughs> 20 years of fear. And I'm like, wait a second. I don't remember going to that. I didn't go to any houses because I was too scared. How old were you? Uh, oh God, I would have been seven years, seven okay. or eight years old. Yeah, right. so I would have been about seven or eight around this time, because uh, it was kind of like around my birthday. My birthday's in October, so uh, the spooky October, spooky birthdays. And um, so I would. I also went to a thing called Phobia, and that was at Wild Adventures. I went to there when I was like ten years old. Wild Adventures is a terrible, terrible theme park that no one should ever visit, so don't even worry about looking that up. Uh, also went to an individual uh, haunted house, kind of like an independent one in Atlanta called Netherworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I see Netherworld sometimes as like popular and voted like the best haunt in the world and stuff. It really isn't compared to what we what I saw at Halloween Horror Nights. It's fantastic there. So you've been to some haunts, so why not HHN before? What was the re- thing that was holding back from... Probably fear. <laughs> uh, I've heard the stories. From so I remember... I re- do y'all remember this? The, the Travel Channel like special that was about like the Islands of Adventure yep, yep. haunt. And like that always stuck with me with that man riding the Pennyweather around <laughs> in the top hat. I was just very scared. And then just reading yeah, He's always there. Yeah. yeah, I I was. You I just was, missed him this oh, year. Oh darn! <laughs> uh, but like that, and you know the 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 Toon Lagoon scare zone looked very creepy, and of course uh, the the Jurassic Park haunt that Evolution. they had there. Yeah, Evolution and uh, Maximum Carnage, I think was yeah. another yeah. one that was there. Yeah, want to see some dead superheroes? Yeah, we, this is where you go. <laughs> I guess that just always made me scared, and I would always like read reviews and stuff of it to try to figure out like the scariest thing I had ever done really is the haunted mansion that's about the level of that's the level <laughs> that's, of spook that's your for fear me level. I was more you know you're you more spook I was right. more Mickey's not so scary kind of like Halloween kind of guy I'm more of a fan of the candy and the like <laughs> the wacky macabre like Elvira and stuff that's more of my speed so I take you don't like really Addison. watch horror movies 
Uh, no, I mean, unless you count, like, the Addams Family of horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So no experience with any of these IPs this year. Um, Ghostbusters would be the only one I had experience gotcha. with. And Universal Classic Monsters, I do like those films, especially Mummy. Mm. Uh, Mummy is definitely one of my more favorite Universal Classic films gotcha. uh, for that uh, and you know everyone's seen Dracula and Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein that's right, right. I really right. like Bride of Frankenstein so it was cool to see that but I had I've never seen us I've seen one episode of Stranger Things uh, I think I've seen Killer Clowns on cable like one time you know back when everyone had cable um, it's just yeah I was I didn't have an attachment to any of the IPs besides Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters was the first house I did, and then that really started me off on a fun trail while I was there. So did you have any expectations coming in about what you were going to see, or were you just kind of like, I'm going to be terrified? So I knew I was going to go this year, because I got the uh, the premiere pass, or premium, whatever the, the top-level mm-hmm. pass is, that gets you a free Horror Nights ticket. I'm like, well, I might as well take advantage of this and go. Um, I didn't really do any research beforehand uh, to like look through there, because I kind of wanted to be there. I didn't know like the level of scares or jump scares or the level of emerge- immersion or anything that I was going to see in there. And I was very, very surprised uh, by how excellent everything was done. Like It really is a premiere haunt. I've never experienced anything like this, and it's, it's really cool. And I think it might, it might have made me a haunt fan. <laughs> and then we just kind of want to get into like your full thoughts in a minute. I do want to say it was really impressive that you – and another friend were able on your first ever trip to get through all ten houses, marathon of yeah. mayhem. That's uh, yeah. A lot we of people went, don't do that. I think we went on with, the without first... express pass. Should I mention no express? Yeah, we, we were thinking about getting an express pass, but then we looked at it and we pretty much timed it out there. The longest wait we had, if you count the stay in stay in scream, right? Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? The yeah, little holding pen. Yeah. So um, the stay and scream area, if you count that wait, my longest wait was Ghostbusters. And I don't think that was more than 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was the longest wait I had there. And then, uh, yeah, from there on out, uh, we waited to do Stranger Things at the very end of the night. Uh, I got to do uh, Classic Monsters twice. That was the only house I was able to do twice. And I'm glad I did that house twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic house, yeah. which they already know we love. <laughs> yes. I think I had a little episode last time yeah <laughs> I got a little too excited yeah. there well, right, so, poetic so a great house. we know you're a pretty big Ghostbusters fan what yeah. do you think about uh, the Ghostbusters experiences well so, pretty much just the house but I really I really liked it uh, from the from the beginning it was neat um, being a fan of that you it's cool how you were going through the different scenes and stuff that's not what I was expecting I was maybe thinking of like it was going to be like an, an adventure within the Ghostbusters universe but it was just retelling of the film which is good because, you know, that's probably the easiest way to get someone into, you know, the Ghostbusters thing. Which it is fun to do that. So you get there with the stack books and stuff like that. And then um, then I started to notice, like, little corridors, like, little tiny little areas where I'm like, I don't want to go this way. <laughs> and then jump scares started happening. So I'm like, Bleh. and it, it got me a little on edge through there. Um, I will say what I can see from a first-time goer... Uh, and working in theme parks and being around theme parks and looking through there observing the operations of how they go through I feel like I should have gone to Ghostbusters again because there were a lot of scenes in there that just didn't line up like I felt like I missed 
a scene because mm-hmm. and i think that might be one of the downfalls of that house uh is because there's a lot of great scenes in there like the one where they're like shooting slimer mm-hmm. that's great i love the effects in there i love uh the effects of um uh, uh he's my the one that looks like david bowie uh, at the <laughs> end uh y'all know y'all know who i'm talking know about right uh, she yelled at me and said are you a god and of course you know learning from the movie i went yeah and then she then die and she like threw her hands at me and stuff and all that was cool that I just wish some of the other scenes would have lined up a little bit better in there uh, with that. Uh, I felt like I was getting rushed to the house a little too much, and mm-hmm. I kind of felt that at every single house. And yeah. I might have some more opinions on that a little bit later. But uh, but Ghostbusters, yeah, pretty solid house. It was a good way to start off the night, and just the level of theming and everything in there. Also, the Slimers were really cool, and some cool effects in there. Real quick, any like memorable scares in there? Um... Uh, I remember looking over at, you know, Slimer getting shot and then coming around the corner, uh, one of the other Ghostbusters pops out and goes like, hey, like that. (laughs) So I thought that was a little funny scare. I think you hit a few uh, good points that I would like to talk about for Mm -hmm. a a newbie, a first timer um, about the experience. I really feel like uh, some of the things you hit really makes it um, obvious why Halloween Horror Nights is more than just kind of a one-time uh, event because yeah. you went for and you were there from basically from the beginning to when it closed right and you yeah. were able to hit every single house which is pretty rare um, and you were able to hit every single house and only do one pe- repeat once and a lot of the houses the, the the timing was just kind of off so you really need I would say to rest. really really to enjoy Halloween Horror Nights the right way um, you need to kind of get a frequent fear and you need to have multiple runs yeah. to really start to realize oh, yeah. what these houses are like. Um, it's The problem with Halloween Horror Nights is that it's kind, kind of called the Halloween Horror Nights conga line. If you're not, if you're filming with other haunts um, where they kind of put you in as like three or four guests and they time yeah, it. Yeah, that's what they did at Netherworld. Uh, and you're kind of only going in as a small group and there's no one in front of you and no one behind you. If you haven't experienced Halloween Horror Nights, they don't really... Ha- able to do that so you're in just a, a conga line where you're just kind of moving forward mm-hmm. and you kind of see someone scared by, uh, in front of you and you, there's a thing like a reset and it's just a, about 10 second 15 second break and you just kind of walk past the scare that happens a lot now in or and that's yeah. unlike uh, other haunted houses where it, um the resets are timed with your group um this is a problem with how in horror nights so you really do need to start experiencing it a couple of times yeah, yeah and i definitely will begin a frequent fear i don't have one this year but i'll definitely get one next year uh especially since i had just one free ticket for this one uh i'll try to maybe make it out one more time this year and just hit the houses that i really want to hit again um hmm. but yeah i can definitely see i wish they would improve that one thing i do wish that i wish universal would do is instead of having their you know their team members you know move people along that kind of breaks the immersion for me what would be cool like say in the nightingale's house you have like uh one of the centurions or roman soldiers be like keep moving forward keep moving forward yeah i do think the only problem is i think a lot of guests would not take that it it would seem like part of the house to them and not so much right like a stern like hey keep going I do think that sometimes they're a little uh, trigger quick, happy. They're quick to move you forward if you're you, just still walking. If the person in front of you runs, there's just like go. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not running behind them. I, right. I'm not going to. I that. think you. Uh, we could talk about this later, but 
They, yeah, there are things that I think they could do better. They're very trigger happy sometimes, it's, and not everyone. No, and no. not when they're um, it's slow. I would say to really get the best run through for a house, I would say try to go while they're wrapping up, because um, you can really. Um, and they do start pulsing. They do. Occasionally, occasionally. I, I want to say Yeti. This year, I've, I've had it once this yeah. year. I believe it was Yeti that they were pulsing where they send the groups in. At yes. A time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Staggered. We've been in a couple of houses when we went late to, to, together. Oh, well, where we just kind of yeah. like, well, that was Universal, like walking in a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Universal Monsters, are, and then we oh. hit that yeah, one basically. Yeah. My second run on Universal Monsters was excellent because of that because well, it was just us. And I was able to walk through there at that time. Y'all want to start talking yeah, about Monsters? Yeah, I was going to say, since yeah, we know you it. like it, let's right. go yeah. for it. I really like Monsters a lot. Really like that. Um, fantastic house and just everything from the beginning it's not a cohesive story mind you but that really is made up for the fact that the sets are excellent the character design is all excellent uh everything is distinct and just going through there and seeing that that was just amazing and it was also frightening in some areas like the people jumping out of places i didn't know they could jump out of like you know because not being at a haunt like this not knowing like because most of the haunts that i go to it's either someone's from the side or someone like sometimes from above mm -hmm. but from there i had people come up from like the bottom like they were like trap i could see like trap areas where people jump out at you at monsters like that uh, my favorite part of monsters probably was the phantom of the opera scenes mm -hmm. going through there like anything with a hall of mirrors just makes me go nah, no i'm not gonna do that i don't want to go through here and uh really freaks me out and um uh, those two-way walls that they do that effect that is so good like it amazes me like mm -hmm. how good it was done through here uh and you know i'm i'm just really impressed by monsters did you uh, catch any of the bungee effects in there what do you mean and wolfman wolfman bungee i don't think i ever got the wolfman bungee effect uh was dracula on one on a bungee no, i know dracula, dracula was up on the podium and was like eating so the um you what? have um wolfman and then quasimodo quasimodo thank you yeah. um so the wolfman scene where um I don't want, are you going to go again this year? Should I spoil it for you? No, <laughs> no, I just, okay, so just watch out for Bungie, so like what, like they come out and they well, I won't say anymore. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably know what I'm talking about, and hopefully it oh, gets him good scene. next time. Oh, yes. dang, I'll have to hit Monsters again then for that. Um, well, maybe y'all might know this. Uh, the Bride of Frankenstein, is that actually her screaming? No. That's not no, the actress screaming. That's not it the sounds that's different. Yeah. It sounded and, different in the book. I mean, I could, I could be wrong. But and her throat was vibrating when in, I saw her scream like that. It, but I, think in, it's, I think it's audio, but because in houses, audio. just because you do it so often, they exactly it's That's almost always on. The only time you actually get actual vocals uh, is typically on scare zones. They cut, they stopped doing that in houses a long time yeah. ago. If nights. you're a character and you know the answer to this, uh, definitely tweet us. I know there are definitely okay. characters who do. I'm right of, pretty uh, confident Brian. with our answer, but who, maybe they did switch it up with this one. So yeah, so the two, my two favorite, like from all of Halloween Horror Nights, were at Monsters. It was Bride of Frankenstein, that was like my favorite character, mm -hmm. and Dracula. Dracula's character design is so cool and so scary at the same time. Uh, I really enjoy that, just like with the blood just dripping down his mouth and stuff like that. That's and I did. I wasn't expecting it to be this like gory, mm -hmm. and uh, that I thought because you know they say it's a witch that I thought they would keep things there, but no, there were like lots of points when it was like, ooh, this is definitely R-rated, especially when coming to like uh, horror like that. And then, how'd you feel about the medley of monsters? We'll call it 
where you know how either each monster has its own separate scene. Yeah. And then you get towards the end, and suddenly they're all together. How would you feel? Did that still feel cohesive to you, or did that kind of break the story? No, you were it following? felt. It felt like it felt like that was natural to have them all there at the Perfect. end, because I mean that's how Universal really wants to do that. And I will say, if Universal treats their monsters like this, then we are definitely in for a good time once mm. Epic Universe opens. Oh yeah, and for that, for yeah. and you all heard about that, right? Oh Where yes. it's yes. going to be the Kuka arm yep. through Frankenstein's castle. Now it's not Dracula anymore. Yeah, it's Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Oh That's man, that could like the first ever horror dark ride. I'm That's excited. gonna yeah. be. Cool. I'm very excited. All right. Uh, what else did I really like there? Um, well, let's let's go to something. Yeah, let's move on. Not to you different. didn't like so much. Maybe not your least favorite, but just something that you kind of were like, I don't know. I so not my least more. favorite. Not your least favorite. Oh, okay, because yeah, we'll we don't want to ruin the rankings yet. Yeah, we're no, okay. do your top ten at yeah. the end. <laughs> so I definitely have a least. I, I will say this: I liked every house but one. Okay, okay. so we. Were, right. I didn't like every house, but I liked every house but one. So give give us a house that you were a little disappointed in, maybe. I would say Stranger Things. Okay. Mainly because, and I don't know if it's because I hadn't seen the IP, because with, uh, I mean, with another house, that didn't have an effect on me at all. Uh, But with Stranger Things, I don't know. It felt a little staticky to me. Going if, if you listen to the first episode, you know <laughs> the great debate. That, uh, this, we're going to keep going back to this. All I, don't, I don't think there's any debate that it is static. <laughs> no, I think I'm the not debate debating is this. The effect it has on your enjoyment. I do like the strobe effects, though, but it just felt like there was a lot of things that were just staticky, like that, and also that the arcade machine said Stranger Things two, and I'm like, but isn't it three this year? Well, that well, was the lead in. Like that. So I, I know he. So he, like you say, he's only seen one episode. He doesn't right. understand too much. So yeah. you get, you reach a certain point where you go from season two to two, season, season three. three. Oh, or eleven okay. is yeah. sitting in front of the TV and it goes. Basically, yeah. that was just like, an um, a room that was announcing you were going into, into season, season two. two. It was just yeah. Oh, it was, okay. Yeah. Because there were cool scenes in there, but it, it is really funny how because every, you know their faces and stuff, and just seeing like. Um, the kid with the baseball cap who has the lisp just like going down thing <laughs> in the radio and he's like I'm on the radio that's like, the best description of Dustin I've ever heard they're coming in the buff the buff is coming they're coming we're in the buff and like that and that's I love that he's can... not seen any strangers this makes, <laughs> this it, makes so it so much, much better. better there's that the, there's, <laughs> the, there's the bald headed girl there's the one where like their, their faces explode and stuff like that uh, there what it smelled like maple syrup in there, which you know I've seen the memes about like waffles and stuff, but I was like, oh, okay, that was a little made me a little sick to the stomach. I did like the part uh, where like you're in like one of the rooms of the house, and it had a bunch of VHS tapes there, and I was like stopping to look at all the VHS tapes to see if there was like, anything fun in there. I was like, where's Earthquake? I, oh, I mean, I did. Yeah. But, yeah. It's okay. So, but Stranger Things, yeah, I. I, re- I did like the strobe effect because I did like the disorientation of that in there at certain points. And uh, the music and sound design was okay. But it definitely wasn't my favorite of the night. It was still fun to go through. And I guess if you are a fan of the IP, then yeah, then it's definitely probably a good house. You probably like it better. So let's just go to the next uh, big IP we're missing. And, uh, us. Right us. next door to Stranger Things. <laughs> now, now, Us. Us is a good way 
to show people who have who have not seen the movie, which I bet you a lot of people there have seen Stranger Things but have not seen Us. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much money Us made with that. I didn't either. I didn't see Us or them. I met them of Get, Get, out. Out. Get out. Sorry, not Us. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Jordan. The, the next one's gonna be you. Us, them, you. Uh, I really like that. The sound design, the set design, and oh, just how how they made it look like you were walking through like these different houses and stuff. Uh, because there's that one where in the living room and it's just so clean in there and just the sound oh just the sound pulsating through and are are we talking spoilers or anything yeah, there? Yeah, you can yeah. Talk spoilers, yeah. Yeah, so the the last scene is what really gets me when everybody's lined up and they're all holding those scissors and I'm like, Oh shit. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he was very and scared. Going, <laughs> he was very scared. <laughs> boom. And I'm like, oh. so I'm I'm I get very anxious walking through those houses. Like I'm turning red just thinking about it right now. <laughs> it's um, a reoccurring thing for Nico that he was scared in every single house. Oh, well, spoiler yeah. alert, he was scared in every single one. I was it's I true. was very scared in one house we'll get to that (laughs) we'll tell that story in a moment uh but us is very good especially straight from the beginning never experienced it i did like how when they were trying to cue you to go inside all the like the christmas lights above i did like how that kind of was setting the mood before actually going in because that is a bit of a complaint of mine i would say is like the house starts as soon as you go and you go from especially if it's still kind of day outside you go boom boom right in there what I like about us is that it kind of got you into the mood a little bit more before the haunting and stuff actually started. Mm. I really hope us stays around. I don't know like how often houses stay around or if that's even a thing. So they don't. They don't. Uh, Horror Nights are okay. going to switch every year. But they Stranger m- Things was last year here season too. Season one right? was last season year. One. So, so it was they a might completely keep the same IP, house. but it's going to be based off different oh, okay. stories. Yes. So, so if it's a single solo movie, you're not going to see it two years right. in a row. Okay. Not to say I don't I don't predict us to ever come back, but you no. could see a solo movie appear in separate years that are spread out. You could see a scare it. zone potentially. Yeah. You could see a, a, if it's us becomes a huge hit. You could see a show or something, but you would never see another us house. Now, Walking Dead, you've seen Walking Dead a bunch of different times. Yeah, because you've seen Purge a bunch of different times. Um, you've seen American Horror Story had a couple of different houses, I believe. Oh, really? Um, Going but through the different seasons. all different seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you will see uh, Universal Monsters is obviously, like, but again, they're all little bit different layouts, different houses. Okay, cool. And then going back to what he said about getting um, some sort of rush of fear, frequent fear, a recurring past multiple times. That's another reason it's important because it's not like another event like Hell's Green where you come back and your house is going to be there next year. The same, or maybe a little altered. That's not not happening here. All right. Well, I'll definitely need to definitely plan to go again this year. So Universal Monsters, don't expect it again. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah. Not that exact same house. We'll see the monsters again. We'll probably, in about five years, the house will be themed similarly, but it won't be the same way. Okay, cool. Yeah, because, I mean, if they make another house like us where it's more psychological instead of... I mean, it did have its share of jump scares, but it was more the music and everything in there just try to just was creepy and mm. really got to me and like i said i never seen the movie but i absolutely loved that house hot take i think we might see a jordan peele's um twilight zone house sometime that would be amazing. that would be awesome i don't that know would be cool. who owns see, my, that no, no, see, it's cbs it's cbs who owns that um, my only thing is i actually really enjoyed the series 
I thought um, there were. Uh, I'm not going to get into it. I enjoyed the yeah. series. Let's not get off to uh, a commentary. Yeah. <laughs> My worry, if you're thinking it's going to come uh, as a house at Horror Nights, it was only on CBS All Access. It wasn't even All on right. big CBS. So I don't know that it has the broad reach they'd be looking for in an IP. And it's not like, and if it's not like one of those large popular IPs, it's typically an older, right. like cult classic one, which it doesn't meet that criteria either. Right. Yeah. So as as much as I'd like to see that, and I don't know if theme park rights maybe with Disney could become an issue too. True. True. Um, we won't. We'll definitely see Jordan Peele again. Oh yeah. No doubt. I really I hope so. Candyman. Candyman is that remake? his next, next yeah. movie? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I, might I go think see it's that. releasing next year, too. Oh, okay, so I could be wrong. It could be 2021, definitely. but I think it's next year. I might need to go see that then. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I believe the new Candy or the old Candyman is on Netflix or one of those streaming services. Oh. All right, moving on. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. Time. All right. So I do want to hear you talk about, well, not one of my favorite, my absolute favorite <laughs> house this year. Graveyard Gra- Games. Graveyard Games. That was our both of our number. Both one. of our number ones. That's true. Graveyard Games is a very, very good house as well. I think um, that is also another one that's similar to us, where uh, it kind of gives you a story when you're out in the queue uh, with uh, the projector there on the side telling you like on their fake Facebook page. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So uh, how yeah. not to cut you off, but how yeah. far before you went into the house? Uh, um, did you do the Facebook Messenger? Did you know anything about that, or did you kind of go in blind? Oh, I went in completely blind. The first thing I ever heard about Graveyard Games was in line and seeing it there. I just gotcha. saw it was another house, and I was like, I'm going to do this house. So walking in, uh, it was cool that they kind of gave you a little bit of exposition outside of there. Uh, and then once I'm inside, I'm like, oh, this is very interesting. Uh, the smell of spray paint. That's also another thing. Like, I didn't realize how much of the smell sense was going to be used here i didn't realize they were going to have like strong smells throughout there and that mm-hmm. was a pleasant surprise even th- if they were unpleasant smells like spray paint <laughs> uh which was rotting cool flesh. to go through there and rotting <laughs> flesh in certain cases and burning rome uh, over <laughs> different areas of that uh, but graveyard games walking through there very very cool uh that's not based on anything is it Nope, original. That's game. original? Yeah, they original. did a dang good job with that. Uh, just walking through there, especially starting off in the graveyard and having like the the two kids to like that called me what did they what did they call you? What does the little jerk at the beginning call you? Uh-huh. With the spray paint? Dork. He calls you a dork. He calls me a dork. And I'm like, okay, like that's that's a little odd that this kid's calling me a dork. I mean, obviously am, but I don't like it. I don't like it when you, I like being praised at a theme park. I don't like being scolded. So you got like kind of put off right from I the beginning. I got put off right like, from oh, the beginning. No. I was like, oh no, I wonder what's going to happen to him. And I did find out what happened to him. <laughs> Were you pleased with what happened to yeah, him? Yeah, it was pretty cool. That was one that was also very scary to me as well. Like there were some houses that were very scary. Like Monsters wasn't very scary to me. Us was very scary to me, and Graveyard Games was uh, not as scary as Us, but it was very good. Mm. And definitely being unique, they looked like they put a lot of love into that, and like having the, the different iPhones throughout there, like with the faces screaming on that, I thought that was a cool thing. Uh, the binarial audio, mm-hmm. going through certain scenes mm-hmm. in there, just that following around you, oh, it just sends chills down my spine just thinking about it. Uh, very cool. Can you pick out a favorite thing. scene from that house? Uh, I like the intro, actually, when you first walk in. Yeah, I really like that. I really like that because it really sets the mood for what you're about to encounter. 
that and the untimely end of a dork kid. Um, <laughs> uh, that was also cool as well. Sid, he has a name. His, his name, name is Sid. Oh, his name is Sid? His okay, name is Sid. cool. Yes. So of course his name is Sid. Like, that's like in the evil, like, what what evil character name book? And they were like, oh, Sid. Yeah. There you go. He kind of sounds like Sid from Toy Story 2. He does. Kind of doesn't he? Yeah. That's right. Well, um, I know you're excited about this one. Because I call you Nico, Terror of the Yukon. Um, oh, how, yeah. how do you feel about Yeti? Oh, Yeti. I'm a Yeti stan, my man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeti is so good. That's like, I think that it's, it's very up there for me. Um, it's probably the one that tells the best story from beginning to end. Uh, it sets the mood right off the bat as soon as you walk in. And you get the, the big house as you go through. Uh, the guys with the shot. And that's a cool thing because, like, the the scare jumps there a lot of them are just the normal guys kind of like ghostbusters where it's like kind of the not scary people that are jumping out at you but then with the guns and stuff oh very good and just all the different scenes in there and all the different yeti scenes uh the monster design is really cool and it's actually cool being in Orlando to see a Yeti move for once. Because, you, know, you, <laughs> no. you know, being here, you don't normally see Yetis Shots move. fired. Yeah, you don't usually see Yetis move in Orlando. So it was cool to see that. Do you uh, think that's lost among Universal Creative in that house? Yeah. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I, don't think I didn't it is. see any. I expected something direct. Yeah. Like a disco ball, maybe. Yeah, that would have been How funny. amazing would that oh have been? Oh, my God, if they would have done that. But or, um, I, I'm pretty sure that was. that's in their head. Or if there was like a cabin, so like Rody's cabin or something like that, that would have been funny. <laughs> a guy with a dread, dread, dread. one single dread. <laughs> There's a guy who has neck problems because his head keeps tilting to the side because of his earring. <laughs> All right, I think it's time to move on from Yeti. Yeti, then. no, Yeti, no, Yeti is very good. Uh, it's cold in there, which is mm-hmm. great on a nice humid night because oh, yeah. I went in early September, which was still very hot. And I wore jeans because I was an idiot. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's going to be kind of chilly tonight. And then I was wrong. I don't know why you thought that. I don't know. I, 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 was, I was in the mood to wear jeans that night. I don't know. <laughs> Depths of Fear. <laughs> Depths of Fear. What did you think of Depths of Fear? Depths of Fear I like a lot. And I know we have some disagreements on Depths of Fear here. Uh, so I, in, I like the monster design of Depths of Fear. I really, well, there's a disagreement there's for a sure. Disagreement. I really like that. You I, and all of Twitter disagrees with you. Yeah, well, no, that's uh, not true. See, there's a lot of Twitter I who like likes to the call, monster them, design. call them fish boys. <laughs> so it's stand them pretty hard. So it, it's campy from the start. I I feel like I'm going through, and it's the campy house. I feel like this is what Killer Clowns should have been. Uh, was something okay. in this style. There was a lot more substance to this than I thought there was going to be. Uh, with that, I uh, like the fake company Fathom Corp. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like sci-fi, and I was hoping to have more sci-fi elements like that. And that is kind of like the B-movie sci-fi, of course, with there. And some of the outfits that the, the captain and the other crewmates were wearing in the in uh, Depths of Fear. Uh, some really cool designs in there, like uh, the, the mirror design, how when you look down... Like kind of makes it look like you're looking straight down a little farther when it's really just mm. a mirror effect. A lot of cool th- effects in there, and like I said, I love the character design of that. I really like Depths of Fear. I know that's probably not a favorite of many people, but it's one of my more favorite ones. Now, do you know about the controversy in this house? What controversy? Unrelated to the costumes. Oh, what's going on? There's a dog whose name I'm not going to say because there are fights on Twitter and forums about what his real name is. So there's a dog <laughs> who has been split in half by a door. 
Did you even see it? Did you see it? There was a dog that was split half by a car in there. there yeah. That's, that's enough. That's all we need to know. It oh, is no. such, if you're not if you don't know it, you're you're not gonna see oh, it. Oh no. It's yes. one of those oh, things wow. people have found to be offended by. Yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because you know, people don't want to be offended at horror nights. <laughs> God man. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they got rid of Bill and oh, I hope not. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Don't need any further comments, but uh Bill and Ted survey. It's happening. All right, moving on. Uh, you mentioned killer clowns from outer space. Oh, Let's talk about away. the house. So, um, hmm, hmm, killer clowns. You don't, eh? you don't have to be nice if you don't want to. Oh, okay. Uh, killer clowns, I think, is a waste of space because, and it could be that it's just cursed by what the theater it's in. I mean, the theater that it's in is a waste of space because of Shrek 4D, <laughs> and then I think Shrek 4D rubbed off onto killer clowns and turned to it into. To be fair, that space uh, has put up some meh. Line. Decent houses. What other things have been in there? Um, so I know a lot of people. I was kind of middle of the road for me, but Krampus in there was Krampus. Very was, they had a Krampus house. Oh yeah, people love. Did they have an? Did was it, Did they have an Adam Scott character in there? No. For that? Oh man. No, I don't believe. I would have so. loved to have an Adam Scott walk around character. Universal needs to get on that. You know, outside of NBC, they need to have like a Parks and Rec meet and greet. That would be great. But so no, not not a curse. So any any way you want to trash it, just put it on it. On the actual house itself. Yeah, so I, so the set design is very bland, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that's trying to mimic the aesthetic of the film or not, but it just felt bland, and the the mechanics of it and the animatronics in there didn't seem like they were working quite well for me, or just didn't really get across. Mm-hmm. A clown, the big old clown, Clownzilla, Clownzilla mm-hmm. yeah, he was cool, but then like. Some of the other rooms like that, it was like there, the cotton candy smell was terrible. The buns, the I saw like there were interactive buns. I pressed it. It didn't do anything. It just seemed very cheap. It, it seemed jarring compared to the excellence that was done at all the other houses. Killer Clowns seemed jarring because it just did not seem like it belonged. It seemed like something I would expect from Wild Adventures. Uh, <laughs> in Southern did he do it in the middle of the night? At the end of the night? Was it one of the first ones? Did it around that... midnight? midnight. Okay, yeah. so, okay, so it was near the end of your night when you experienced Wait, it. So no. you got to see a lot of other houses. Actually, I had yet to do us or Stranger Things. Okay. So Killer Clowns, we were doing, yeah. Okay. So yeah. It was in the middle of the night. It was okay. in the middle of the night with there. Um. So I had already had experience with other houses in there. Killer Clowns is not good. I really hope a house like... I mean, they should be embarrassed by that. Ooh. I really don't like Killer Clowns. A lot of people See, like I'm it. I'm going to tell you something you might not be aware of. Okay. As you're not really into the Horror Nights community. Yeah. Killer Clowns is kind of a popular number one choice for people. Yeah. People so like Killer Clowns? They more people than like it. They yeah. absolutely love it. Yeah. Now, I must say, almost everybody I've seen who puts it number one... Or near the top are huge Killer Clowns fans. Right. There's a yeah, okay. So someone so scratches think, that itch. Okay. Yeah. I can. That's that's understandable and yeah. that's respectable. Which I do. I enjoy the movie a lot. I don't. I still think the house was a little disappointing for me. Um, but yeah, it's actually a very popular house. So I don't think they're too embarrassed about it. And I think that's what's cool about these houses that I've seen. That it's very subjective. Oh, I mean, yeah. it is art. I mean, what this is is performance art. And it, it, if anybody says that it's not art, then they should be ashamed of themselves. Because this, what these people do and these creators that they put in here and the effort that they do is beyond amazing. And the, just the 
brilliance that goes into there. It's the best part of performance art that could be. All right, I think except we, for Killer Clowns, we have a couple more houses to go through. Um, what did you think of Nightingale's Blood Pit? Nightingale's Blood Pit. Uh, that is a very cool house. Uh, it seemed to be the second cheapest house for me. Ooh, <laughs> it looked very. It looked Explain what cheap. you mean by that. So I could obviously tell that it was made of styrofoam. It seemed like it was made with reused sets and stuff, which I understand uh, for that. Uh, I thought they did a lot with a little there. Um, it's definitely better than Killer Clowns. Um, and, well, anything's better than Killer Clowns. Uh, <laughs> but Nine Gales had a really interesting theme to that. Like, you don't really see, like, a Roman-themed house. And I thought that was really mm -hmm. cool to have something going through there. Uh, there is some definitely animal gore. It is the goriest of any house. Actually, yeah, maybe. It might be the goriest of any house. That it's I up there for through. sure. It's definitely up yeah. there. With the horse, that was a little disturbing and stuff like that. And is that the one that has the rotting flesh? Yeah, yeah, that's, yes. smells. yeah that yeah, smell. That one, yeah. They definitely use the smell a lot. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you know, that's 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 the only thing you can have for Rome. It's like, oh, there needs to be a burning smell to let people know we're in Rome. Like that. So that's definitely a popular theme park thing to have. Uh, Nine Gales was cool. I uh, loved the character design in there. That's really up there for me. Uh, and it felt the most like a maze to me. A lot of them I felt like were hallways. Like, just, you know, because they had to set up scenes and other stuff of that sort. But Nine Gales felt like the one that was truly a maze. Uh, like, there was like, doot, doot, doot. you just keep turning left, right, left, right, 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 left, right, left, right, left, right. And it was cool because they could hide different jump scares around there. Uh, Nine Gales was also definitely a scarier house for me. But very good. I really like Nine Gales. Now, I think if you went through the house now compared to as early as you did, yeah, you'd come out with a little different opinion. Let me hear, what, what do you say the scare factor is on that house, kind of compared to the others? So, saying on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being uh, not scary at all and 10 being super scary, I'd probably put it around a 7. Okay. 7 or 8. Maybe a soft 8, hard 7. I think if you went through it again, you'd be closer to a 10. Really? Yes. Okay, because, I mean, yes. 10 is reserved. For, for me, that's, like, reserved for, like... I think you might shit your pants. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, my. Oh, well, I'll definitely the... bring a second pair and put them in a locker. <laughs> it has a lot of scaries that I think would get you well. Personally, yeah, too. yeah. I mean, y'all know how scared I was. Should we go into the house I thought was the scariest? Yes, let's do it. All right, it's the last one. That's what you thought was the scariest. What I what it got me the most. <laughs> it was um, House of a Thousand Corpses, or is it yes. a Thousand and One Corpses? Thousand corpses. <laughs> it's a sequel, a Thousand and One. No. Okay. No. I will say number one to turn on there, and this is also the oldest joke in the world. Uh, there were not a thousand corpses in that house, so <laughs> points off from there. Uh, it was very joke. scary. <laughs> it was very scary in there. Uh, the character design was very scary. A lot of good jump scares. I think that was the one that I think was the longest line we waited in that night. I think that was closest to I, I was to with an you hour. with that one. Yeah. It was, yeah, we probably waited 40 minutes, something like that. 40, yeah, so that was the longest one, and I guess I had forgotten what scares were for a while <laughs> and that house really got me like all the different scares and stuff and I tr I know I'm like I'm not gonna act like I'm scared because the moment I start freaking out they're gonna start picking on me in the house because no one else is scared but me right now going through there so I was second in our little group 
So I knew they were going to pick on me, and they started to pick on me, and I got super scared, and as soon as I saw the exit, I went around my friend in front of me, and I zoomed on out of there. like, like a little... He ran down the entire <laughs> I ramp. I ran down the ramp. He did not stop. Oh my goodness. It was very, very scary in there. How do you I... feel about Dr. Satan? Is that the dude with all the different arms yes. and stuff? Yes. That was so cool. I, didn't, I couldn't believe they did something like that in there. And just like how he was kept in a room like that the whole time mm-hmm. with that. Um, very, yeah. And just good design overall. That's also another, that's an IP, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, the, by Rob Zombie. Mr. Mm-hmm. Zombie himself yes. made that house. Yep. Well, uh, yeah. Okay, but he that's directed, based off He of directed the movie, which was based off of the original house in Hollywood in 2000, actually. So the movie's based off a house. Oh, they really? They kind of built simultaneously, but the movie came out later because it got delayed. Oh, well, but, I'll be dipped. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. So is it, did I you wish Rob Zombie it? was a good director. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, well, I, that's a different story. I, I mean, trashed the movie last yeah. episode, so it's okay. You're taking shots at our main audience here. Yeah, yeah. No, this is, we're, we apologize. <laughs> there you go. Uh, was, do you felt it was easy to follow kind of like the plot in the movie itself going through the house or not really? Uh, not could you re- kind of tell what's going on at I all? I could definitely kind of tell like there were like Going through there, there was a phone booth outside, so I thought there was going to be some Bill and Ted element to it. <laughs> what do you think of the facade of, of this house? Oh, I, I think, think it's, it's my a, favorite. Oh, it's the best it's facade. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's the best it's one. It's my favorite exterior facade. Yes. yes. I have it's, other facades that I enjoy when you step the into only the show one. Room. It's the only one that really had one. Unless you count the ha- the us. Um, Death Severe has kind of a facade. Yeah, it's I mean, not much. A little bit, form. yeah. That's but a little bit of it is a facade. But yeah, I, I agree. It's the best exterior. Better facade. than a projector that says yeah. Universal Monsters. <laughs> but the indoor facade and monsters. Oh, anyways, yeah. okay. all right. So yeah, so corpses was very scary to me. Uh, that was probably the scariest I was. That, Her- that wraps up the houses. So quickly, as we're going through the entire event, just kind of go through the scare zones in your top five, from worst to best. And just quick synopsis about how you Well, about I didn't go through Vanity Ball, mm-hmm. which was the one that's over near where Terminator was. Yep. That's that, all that. That's yeah, unfortunate. Okay. Yeah, that. it was closed by the time we walked Wasn't through. Wasn't able to go through there. Vikings uh, is really cool, though. The Vikings one, whatever that is, the Vikings Undead. Mm-hmm. That's really neat uh, through there. I like that. And I also like the little uh, ceremony that they have up there with, like, the... The Blood Eagle. The Blood Eagle. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool name. Uh, I like the arcade. Or the Anarchade. Yep. Uh, I love the colors in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. That, that really gets me a lot because I, I love that like uh, 80s like synth wave. I love all that stuff in there. It's a very good aesthetic for me. Uh, the Zombieland Double Tap was interesting. Uh, <laughs> interesting way to put it. <laughs> it was interesting, I guess. Uh, do the do the toilets? Is that technically part of that scare area? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so those that was cool. I thought the toilet store was a Good neat scare. thing. Was a neat little oh, scare. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. The the porta potties, the three porta potties. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, so it. the porta potties are like really? lined up, and you could definitely tell that it's a scare. It's like don't open. So and there's like a whole crowd around, and people are going up like to the door, being like gingerly putting their fingers on there to try to barely open it. And of course, as they barely open it, they come out and they're like ah, and they run away. And uh, it's just a good time for all there. You know, I really like that. If that's part of a scare zone, that's probably my favorite. Um, I definitely liked it better than Rob Zombie's <laughs> Hellbilly Deluxe. That's correct, yes. Hellbilly. Hellbilly. Oh, yes, good. that is a uh, name of one of his um, first albums. Oh, okay. Yes. Was, that, was that the one with Thunder Kisses? 1960. Um, is that Rob Zombie? I don't it's know. It's the one is. with... 
some of his biggest hits. The and I always get Rob Zombie and Zach Wild mixed up. You're not a zombie head. None of us are massive Rob Zombie. What I would have liked better the Dragula. Is the one with Dragula. Well, definitely Dragula. Wait, what's Dragula? The car. The car. Oh, that's not the Monsters Mobile. Yeah, that the monsters get in and they play the music. But uh, never mind. That's that's an old show. I used to watch a lot of TV Land as a kid. Um, I would have liked maybe uh, a cranberries themed zone to zombie, where it's just zombie <laughs> on repeat going through. That would be that would be fantastic. That's just, Is that too that's soon just of a driving joke? in the car with me. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe a House of the Rising Sun because that's by the zombies as well, so that could fit. Okay, moving on. All so right. was that how you ranked them, like one to four? I would was say I would say Vikings, then Anarchade, then uh, Hellbilly, then Zombieland. Oh, okay. I would say. I do like the Zombieland, how they had that shot, which, funny enough, talking about Wild Adventures enough on here, Zombieland was filmed at Wild Adventures, <laughs> funny enough. Wasn't that? Yeah, so, and I don't know if Double Tap is going to be filmed there as well, because, you know, we're all going to go see, aren't we all? We all got tickets to Double Tap, don't we? You know, Zombieland Double Tap, that movie that everyone's waiting for? I'm actually you're, excited for it. Oh, you're good? Yeah. I, I, do you, you said you watched Zombieland, right? I have seen Zombieland. I really good? like Zombieland. Okay, yes. it's, I'll have to give it's it a not shot. A, it's not a horror movie, it is a comedy. Oh, it is a comedy? Yes, it is well, definitely a comedy. I, I, like, I like comedies, so I should enjoy that. Uh, and to keep with time... You saw a show as well there. Just one. Yes, I did. And I saw what is the greatest Lagoon show currently playing in Orlando. Hot take. And that is, yeah, that is I think most people agree. I don't know if most people agree. You you go to Epcot and ask that question and see how many people agree. (laughs) Yeah, it is definitely better than Epcot Forever. It's a marathon of mayhem. It is fan-freaking-tastic. Everything about it is great. Uh, I can't believe they actually put a good show in that lagoon. I thought I would never see a good show ever in that lagoon. But is it and better than Rivers of Light? Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God, it's better than Rivers of Light. It actually has good music uh, compared to Rivers of Light. Uh, the, oh, the, oh, just the end part where it rewinds and it plays through back mm. that. The lasers and the lights and everything with that show it just like is shooting me right through my 80s style brain like i just want to get in my car and listen to flock of seagulls and just drive right down to miami that's all i want to do and start just just doing rails all on my way down that's okay. what i want to do there listen that's to what, you. Need some... turn on your oingo boingo mix <laughs> yeah and that's just... right it's a dead man's party as i'm driving down Driving down in drag and what? In the, Dracula. In Dracula. <laughs> down the turnpike. <laughs> so what you're telling me is, if you return to Horror Nights this year, you will not be seeing Marathon of Mayhem again because you absolutely hated it. Oh no, I, that is definitely something I would want to see. Uh, I guess I want to see Academy of Villains. You guess? I. You, you're, I not even, you're not curious. I'm not really curious. Why? Okay. I'm not. Do you know the? Do you know what it's about? Do you know? Like, it's the about. Story? A, I let me let me guess what it's about from the names. Okay, so I'm gonna say that it's about a school for villains and uh, about how they change Academy themselves. Of, Academy of Villains is the name of the dance company. Okay, so dance nothing. Troupe. It, the name of the show is Altered States. Yes. Okay, so Academy of Villains is a dance troupe, right? Yes. yes. That tours America. It started on America's Got Talent, I believe. Oh, okay. This is their fourth year at Horror Nights. Oh, so they always have a Horror Nights show? They have for the past several yes. years. Then Last where was Bill and Ted? 
Um, it was there. It was there. They used to be on the stage where you know where Marathon of Mayhem entrance is. Yeah. The stage they had set up there. Oh. For okay. Cool. It's first year, and then they were going to use it in 2017, but Irma ruined that, so they went to a little um, pop-up stage in front of um, horror makeup show. Oh, so they do a residency here, and they probably Basically. and they what they put them up at Portofino. You know, exactly what they do. Yes. Go. Oh, they they say at Portofino. They do oh, stay, cool. Well, at, we I never said anything. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's about like a Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde story. Okay, cool. Um, worth checking out if you go again for sure. I'm a, I'm a fan of the Jekyll Hyde. I mean, we all watched Arthur as a kid. So right. let's let's just get into our top tens. You want to do them all together? How we yeah, did last time? Just yeah. include Nico. Yeah, let's so, have Nico start it yeah. out each time. At number ten. Nico. Number ten is easy to find out. That is definitely Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, I didn't see it that coming. That's I never want to see that house ever again. It's I, it just was not good to me. And maybe it was because the person in front of me was drunk the whole time or something like that. It just. I don't know. I don't even want to give it a second chance. Like it's, I think you should. It's the think... it's the second worst thing at Universal currently. It's worth giving a second. It's third yeah. worst. No, third worst thing at Universal. I think you need to go through every house at least three times to really have a at judgment. least three times. Yeah. Okay. You probably won't this year, but that's no, okay. not this year. Next year, I'll definitely do that. Um, my number ten has not changed from last week. It is House of Thousand Corpses. You, that's your least favorite. Yeah, it's my wow. least favorite. Oh. I I had a bad run through. Um, I have not yet to go back through it. Um, there was just all the scares were off. It was not scary. I didn't. Yeah, we talked about the it. Scares were talked about. Uh, my number ten is also the same. I actually only have one switch this week. And just so you know, these are Nico's top ten. My room is one visit. Me and Mike, these are updated for week five. Right. Yeah. Uh, my bottom is still Stranger Things. You know, I don't like it. Moving on to Nico again at number nine. Number nine, I believe, would be Stranger Things for me as well. Uh, I didn't hate the house. Um, I th- don't know if. If I watched the show, I'd be a bigger fan of it. But really, it just didn't stack up to the rest of what I've seen there. Um, my number nine is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It has dropped down. I believe I have it in spot number eight. Okay. Um, I actually starting to like this house um, a little bit better, to be honest with you. It just shows that I like all the houses above it. Um, but yeah... Um, it, Give it a couple more shots, Nico. It, it's okay. it's not it's a comedy house. It's not a scary house. Um, oh, so this qualifies yeah. as comedy. Yeah, I house. would call it a comedy house. Yeah. Do they always do a joke house every year? Typically, there is at least one. This year, there is a couple. Yeah. Oh man, could you know what if they did like a? I know they would never do it, but like a treehouse of horror house. It's, uh, it's been, been talked, talked about. about. I don't know uh, if it's been talked about on the creative side, but I will tell you, a lot of horror nights fans have talked about. Oh my goodness! That would have been that would be that the would be I best think one house. time it will happen. If that the only problem I think it, could, it could even work. Disney as a scare owns zone, it, I think. right? Disney yeah, Disney Simpsons owns that now. Goes. I'm a big Simpsons nerd too, so I would have loved to have something like that. You're a dork, actually. Dork, yeah. Uh, I dork. also have Killer Clowns at number nine. So all of our our bottoms are. Well, we all had killer clowns near the bottom. I don't say our bottoms are similar because Mike over here. <laughs> I have the head kill Similar bottom. <laughs> I have a head kill I'm a little thicker. Sorry. All right, Nico. Let's carry on. Okay, number eight. Um, hmm. I think I would put probably House of a Thousand Corpses down there yeah. at number eight. Uh, like I said, hmm. I mean, it's good. It scared me the most, but the rest of it, it just didn't really talk to me. Uh, it felt like there was a lot of good potential there. I just didn't like it as much as the others. 
Uh, my number eight, um, Nightingale's Blood Pit. Um, this one I'm actually starting to like a little bit more as well. That's why I, I raised up. Um, you're right, it's getting scarier. Um, this, the scares are kind of back to back to back to back. I like that part. Um, just some of the other, again, it just hasn't crept up. Maybe by the end of the uh, year, uh, year it will, but it, it's getting up there. Yeah. Number eight. Awesome. Good to hear. It's moving. Uh, so number eight for me is kind of where I start to get to that level where like, Man, I really like this house. It sucks I have to put it at 8, but the other houses are just so good this year. And that's going to be us. Um, I won't go into detail. We talked about this last week for plenty of time. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, I guess, uh, well, we're now on to 7. Yeah. 7. My number 7 is Nine Gales. Um, I'm starting to get to the... On, on my list, I'm starting to get to the point where things are very close to each other for me. But Nine Gales is the one where it's just a... It's a tier below what I think the other ones are. I mean, some people are going to disagree with me on this one, but Nightingales, as much as I enjoyed it through there, maybe if I go again, I'll probably enjoy it a little bit more. But there's definitely other houses I think are in a different tier beyond that. Yeah, and my nine number seven is now into houses that I start to really, really like. Not quite love yet. I would say that's number six, but uh, I really, really like this house. It's just it's such a good year this year. Depths of Fear. Depths of Fear is my number mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. I, I also have Depths of Fear at number seven. Oh, wow. Uh, another one for me that was kind of, it's, it's tough to put it down there. Um, it's really a week one. Uh, that was near the bottom, and it's been slowly making its way up, and I see it will probably keep climbing, to be honest. Just not there yet. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's currently my number six, Depths of wow, Fear. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm so star- like I said, this is, uh, this is all top tier for me. It is the lesser of the top tier ones, but it's. I still definitely believe it belongs up there with all the others. Okay, uh, my number six is actually now we're into my love. I love all the one, other ones um, moving forward. Yeti, Yeti mm. is my yeah. Yeti uh, so is good. number six. For me, number six is Ghostbusters. That's one that um, I, I don't know. I don't love the effects. I like the movie. I don't absolutely love it like a lot of people, but the sets are so. Has that nice. moved up on you? What, yes. what effects? It, it was number six last week, but it was down at number eight. Yeah. At what some effects? Point, you week. did not you like it when you first went through it. I don't love it. a lot of the effects. I talked about this last week, so I'm not going into detail. Oh yeah, that's right. I actually right. didn't love that. a lot of the effects. I don't think they're bad. I just think some of them fall a little flat for me. But personal opinion, it's at number six. I still think it's a good house. Nico, yeah. number five. Well, that is my number five, actually. <laughs> funny no, enough. you're knocking me for number six <laughs> yeah. over here. Yeah, that's really funny that it's that. Uh, but no, I really like Ghostbusters a lot. Uh, I like it better than Depths of Fear. I feel like uh, there was definitely a lot more money put into Ghostbusters than into Depths of Fear with there, and that definitely shows in there. Uh, it would be high. I think if I go on it again, I think I would put it higher if I go like towards the I want to try to go in there with as little crowd as possible to try to get every show scene. If I do that, I think I'll see that. I might rank that higher. So you made us do a Ghostbusters history segment (laughs) that you led, and you only had the house at, what, number five? But that shows you how good the other stuff is. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. I think Mike definitely feels that way. He loves everything from nine up, basically. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. I I don't love House of Thousand Corpses, but I love everything else. So what's your number five? That would probably be number one every year prior. Uh, (laughs) Yes. My number five is Universal Monsters. Wow. Yes. Honestly, it would probably be number one. Did that move up for you a little bit? Uh, Nope. It stayed the same. same. Yeah. It stayed the same. But yeah, honestly, from six six on up, it's kind of stayed the same. But. Really? Wow. Number one, or number five, I apologize. (laughs) Number five for me is uh, Still House of a Thousand Corpses. So, nah, nothing new to report there. Still a really good house oh, for me. Oh, man, I can't. Uh, <laughs> definitely disagreeing on that one. 
Number four. Oh, man, this is where it gets tough for me. Number four. Hmm. I should have thought of that, about this beforehand. Uh, I think I'm going to have to put uh, Graveyard Games mm. at number four. Wow. As much as I know, I'm at, a, I'm at a table full of uh, <laughs> graveyard stands here. Um uh, yeah, it's but that's that's nothing to knock on that house. It is absolutely fantastic. My top four are very close to each other. It's like really, I they could even be ranked throughout there. Just from what I've seen and what I went through there, I really, really like Graveyard Games. It's I just you know the t top four is really difficult for me, but I unfortunately feels like Graveyard Games is the one to take that. <laughs> My number four is Ghostbusters. It probably could be number one on any given week. It's just so good. I, I love Ghostbusters. We've talked about it. I'm an 80s true and true yeah. blood through my Busting makes you feel good. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love to bust. <laughs> um, so top four for me is where, uh, just like Nico, gets really, really hard. I think all of these are probably in my top 25 all-time houses. Yeah, oh, nice. Maybe yeah. top 20. I don't know. We'll see at the end of the year. But I think some are, of these might be my top 15. I do you know how many houses you've been through? Uh, <laughs> I could do the math, but I'm not going to right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, have a Yeti at Yeti. number four. Okay. Um, okay, cool. This is my first switch from last week. My first and only switch from last week. Yeti goes down to four. Okay, because you had it at three last week. I had it at three. Right. Something took its spot. Oh, say. we're about to find out. Um, uh, so, number three for me is Yeti, I would have to say. I think that the night I went, Yeti was number two for me. Uh, but now that I sat back and I started reflecting on it a little bit more, Yeti's number three. That's not to say anything bad about that house. Everything in there is fantastic. It's just that there are two other houses that I personally think are better than that but very very close to yeti my number three is actually a change from last week stranger things is dropping down a little bit oh um, i had it at number two i believe last you did. week you did. uh it is now number three okay um what well, any reason just what went above it was yeah i just um i had a better run of, of one of the houses okay um and so it's yeah so uh what took yeti's place in third for me nightingale's that has been absolutely... I think it's been as low as seven in my rankings, now up to three. Wow. I think it was even number eight. It, huh. Week one, week two, it was pretty low. Uh, we talked about this before, the intensity and the scares. That I think the one thing about this house that kind of sets it apart from our houses is what's making it go up so far is the scare actors being so good at their job. They are absolutely killing it. And um, who, who knows? Maybe it'll keep moving. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I would definitely... Be that Dying Gales would be a house I would be hitting again if I do go back. So, what you I got really at number like two? That. Number two, number two, I have Jordan Peele's Us. Okay, uh, okay. I have that up that high just because of how I had probably the best run out of any house I went through was through Us. Uh, everything in there, the sound, the sets, the characters, just everything in there was good, especially the sound. And I'd like to say how impressive that is and how well that speaks of the house that an IP you haven't even seen the movie of Correct. is your number yeah, two. that's my number two. Like, it, and that goes to show that, you know, not all IP is bad, you know, because if, if it's executed well, it, you're going to like it. Mm -hmm. And I believe that Best House Scare was missing 
that night when you went through Pluto. Pluto has been uh, missing for a while, and I believe oh, he was missing he, when he went through. When you went through? Yeah. Oh, he didn't have he Pluto did, he either. He didn't have Pluto, no. Pluto wow. has been MIA for a while. Yes, I still haven't, I don't, I have not confirmed. If you made it this far and are still listening to us, please tweet us. At HHN three six five. Is there a Pluto scare? Is Pluto still there, or is he gone for good? Was he like there at the beginning and then? Not... He was like when you go into the house. Yeah. The first corner there, and he would come like at your feet and jump up. I will personally recruit five or six people who can play Pluto, just going around Orlando looking if Pluto is gone. I will help you recruit someone. I think Nick could play Pluto. <laughs> Nick could do it. My number two is us. Yes, um, it's still. It's short and sweet. It's my favorite, one of my favorite uh, IP. Well, that's definitely my favorite IP oh, this year, I would say. Um, yeah, I wish it was a little bit longer, um, but it, it's amazing. It yeah. Still, Pluto is missing, but it's, it's still great. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh. My number two stays the same Universal Monsters. Again, I had a panic attack when talking about this last time. I just got too excited. Uh, let's not start that again. Yeah. Nico, well, that's what my... is your top spot? It's Universal Monsters, oh. by far. Uh, that's probably the one that sets it apart. I, I know I was saying like my top boards there, but really Monsters is all is number one for me. It is probably the best house, and it's the best horror house I've ever been in in my entire life. Everything about it is fantastic. There's really not a for me. I can't really find a fault with that house, and I, I was I've been searching for one, but I can't really find a fault with it. Um, my number one has not changed. Um, Graveyard Games. Yeah. 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 My number one, I, I want to say Universal Monsters, maybe top five all time. Yeah. yeah. Graveyard Games coming for the title. Yeah. Could be, it's honestly. top three. I don't know if it's going to unseat my favorite. Potentially, but. in the end, the best ever Horror Nights house. It's in really my good. Opinion. It's really good. We'll see if it keeps picking up steam. Because, I mean, this it's not a house that you kind of get tired of. Or it starts slacking. It's kind of like Nightingales, where like it still picks up in intensity every time. My only problem with it is like I, I kind of like the really scary, gory houses, and it's really scary. It's not really gory. No I don't gore, think it's yeah. gonna outseat my uh, favorite house because Saws and Seams was just a gore yeah. fest. Uh, that was just like literally blood dripping everywhere. It was an awesome house if you mm. didn't get to hit it in 2011. Um, steampunk themed. Uh, it was really cool. Um, but I think Graveyard Games could be my number two favorite yeah. house at the end. It's I, I not there that's, yet. That's but... a hell of a compliment still yeah. for a house. Yeah. Graveyard Games is a great house. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. I really like that one a lot. I mean, hopefully I, I'll be able to try it again. <laughs> this year, good first year to come, Nico. The house level is spectacular. As I mean, you just heard me say my top four are all at the very least in the top 25. Maybe top 20, all four of them. That says a lot. Can we say Maybe one more? Maybe in top five? Can we add one more thing I think we didn't t- touch on is uh, the special food that I didn't know that was going on there. Mm-hmm. There was some really special stuff there. And uh, I know there was this thing, like, it was it was humid outside, and I could barely read the sign because I was standing far away from it. But I swore I saw a sign for canned beef here. <laughs> it turned out being a – turned out being – I swear. I was like, it's canned beef. They're like, no, you're lying to me. I'm like, no, I swear it said canned beef. We got there was canned beer. So it was Pacifico. It was Pacifico at canned beer. <laughs> at Starport Mall. But everything, by the, way. the food, the special food looked good. Um, the corn is a little dry to me, so I didn't really like that. But those sweet potato s'mores fries are fantastic. Those mm-hmm. is like one of the best theme park foods I've ever had is that right there. 
Can we talk about the grossest thing I've ever had in a theme park? Yeah, what's that? Um, that was, it was um, waffles and syrup smoothie, or a slushie. Oh, did you have that? I did so have it. Oh, it was, no. I should have known. It was gross. It was gross. It was $5. I'm sorry whoever came up with that. I didn't like it. Yeah, it was $5 and about four eighty-five in the trash. <laughs> we, we walked through Graveyard Games. It was a walk-on. I got. We had about three sips between us, and it went straight to the trash. Oh, my God. It's games. really that bad? Oh, Horror. man. And I will tell you, out of those three sips, I did not have a majority. <laughs> I had two. <laughs> we had one. I tried to give it two sips. I'll give it another one. Oh, my. All right. Well, Nico, uh, in the name of time, we're going to have to wrap this up. All right. We really, really appreciate you joining us. We're oh, happy thanks. Yeah, thanks for that happy you to be here. finally checked out Horror Nights. Yeah. We're happy you really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really did. Going to get a Frequent Fear Plus next year. Uh, is that the one that goes through Fridays. October? Yeah. Just only it, missing Saturdays. That includes Fridays? That includes Fridays. I will probably be getting that past then. Will you be back this year, you think? What are the chances? Uh, I'll have to see towards there. Does it get really busy towards the end of the year? Uh, yes. Like, yeah. if I'm going... It does. But you can, you're still able to go... Like, if you go after work... You could definitely, especially if you get off earlier, you could do stay in screen and knock, like, you could literally in like half an hour hit uh, monsters, graveyard games, blood pit, and depths of food. One thing I've wanted to talk about, and we haven't, the crowds have not been as crazy no, as no, they have no. in years past. I don't know if that's crowd management or they have 10 houses now. Oh, and they have this lagoon show and they have so much else going on. But the lines have not been too bad, even on Saturdays. Um, we're not, we used to get like three hour lines. Oh, uh, yeah. We have not seen that this oh, year. I, I think see. moving forward, we yeah. might start seeing that because we're getting closer to that. Halloween. But honestly, the lines have not been too bad this yeah, year. Yeah, no, especially now that we're into uh, October here and it's still not terrible. And I they're think. open till 2, right? Yes. On Fridays, correct. they're open till 2? Correct. And I think. it's probably going to be a Friday when I have to go. It's going to be my next time. Perfect. Yeah. All right, Nico. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I think we are going to wrap up. Thanks so much for listening for a second show. If you have any feedback, we didn't get a lot of feedback. Um, I guess, I mean, we weren't on iTunes. Yeah, most of you probably haven't heard the first episode (laughs) um, because we were on probably your favorite podcast provider as of like two days ago yes so yeah, <laughs> yes we apologize um unless you listen on spotify i'm gonna apologize for the first episode i would say it's um you know it, it was a first episode uh, it i think was we a good got episode. Episode. I think no, it was we're a gonna, good we're you're selling yourself short you, no, it was <laughs> a very good episode it was very well put together and i was i'm very happy to be on this give one. us five episodes if yeah. you hate us by five episodes <laughs> you can stop listening but give us five give us five episodes that's true what give us five stars on iTunes either way. Either way. And definitely make yeah. sure to follow. Definitely give us feedback too. All right. Now, if they want to find you on Twitter, what's that again? That's at HHN365. On Instagram, also HHN365. Uh, we're active, or try to be active, on both. Reach out to us by either platform. Uh, we want to hear feedback. We want to hear reaction to the episodes. If you want to talk to us, be on the show. We want you yeah, on the show. Yeah, we do show. want you on the show. That's yep. the whole thing. Yeah. We talked about this last week. We're not here just to talk to ourselves. We want to talk to the community as a whole. I want to do a call-in show. you want to be on the show, yes. be on the show. I we want to take you. Yes, I want a couple of segments of short little where we interview people about maybe come your favorite thing. So I want a call-in show, and I want it before the season ends. So sometime before October ends, I want to have at least five or six guests. So reach out to us. We're going to have a call-in show here pretty soon. Um, well, that's going to, we're going to wrap up our show. Thanks very much uh, for listening, guys, and we'll see you in the streets. <laughs>